For the first time ever, I am thrilled to say we have an official sponsor for the Dirk Talk podcast, and that's Ariat. I've worn Ariat boots on every job site I've visited over the years, traveling in them across five continents. More importantly, I have yet to find a single project where working folks, unlike me, are not wearing Ariat boots and workwear in every condition imaginable. And there's really good reason for that. And that's because it's phenomenal stuff. And the more I've learned about Ariat and the company, the more I've loved their brand. So with this, Ariat is offering any Dirt Talk listener 10% off their next Ariat order at ariat.com slash Dirt Talk. That's 10% off boots, jeans, and workwear at ariat.com slash Dirt Talk or at the link in this episode's description. With that, let's get to the show. Welcome back. Another episode of Dirt Talk, your favorite dirt podcast, because it's probably the only dirt podcast to listen to. So not a very high bar to jump over, but we are jumping over it nonetheless. Today, I don't have anyone with me. I am really just opening up the microphone to get some thoughts out into the open to get my mind off this damn subject, I, I opened up my LinkedIn this morning, and that's mistake number one. Don't check social media first thing in the morning, especially on a Monday, but I did it. I opened up LinkedIn, and I saw a post from someone that I actually enjoy, and I like their work very much, and it was a post about, it said, you know, warning, rant ahead, and and of course, that drew me in like like it would anybody. I get I get suckered into that one all the time. If someone wants to wants to rant, I'm all ears. But they they, they are a fellow uh, videographer. They they focus on on creating video work for a lot of different industries. But they do a lot of work in mining. They do great video work. I, some of the best videos I've ever seen are theirs. They're not in this in this country that I'm in, but nonetheless, I've I've really admired what they do. But it was a post criticizing me falsely which was what got me fired up. It, it pissed me off because it, it was totally, he was twisting what I had said to serve his point that isn't all that great in my opinion. But it fired me up even more because I've thought about the subject a lot and I have a, what I would probably categorize as an unpopular view on this subject of safety with uh, higher level people, executive folks, safety people, for whatever reason, I just don't get along with safety people all that well. But my opinion probably aligns pretty carefully with most of the people out in the field, uh, operators, laborers, foremen, site supervisor, like uh, most everyone probably aligns more closely with my perspective than they would a corporate perspective. So to get right into it, this is what he had said. I recently saw a photographer in the mining and construction industry share a post complaining about their photos not getting approved by a client. That is true. I was bent out of shape about my photos not being approved by a particular mining operation. And he goes on to say, this is where it doesn't at all align with what I'd said. It was likely to do with a perceived safety risk in the photo 
with the photographer perhaps not understanding the requirements and style of photos the client is looking for. Frustratingly, perhaps they just don't understand the importance of safety in this industry. So he's saying, perhaps I don't understand the importance of safety in this industry. And that is where I had a problem. He goes on to, it's not helpful posting photos of unsafe practices, especially with mobile plant and equipment. We're in the business of helping companies improve their image and create a smarter and safer culture, not the opposite. What are your thoughts on this? Am I being too harsh or on track? And then in the comments, you have all the the safety people praising his very original viewpoint. This pissed me off because the post I, I shared, it did very, very well. It was very popular with a lot of people agreeing with me. The post I shared was about a particular set of images that was almost not, most of them were not approved by a mining company, not with nothing to do with safety, zero to do with safety. They were all perfectly safe. I could go run them by my friends at Mshaw tomorrow. They'd sign off on them. I know that for a fact. It had nothing to do with safety. It was just about them wanting these polished images that I just don't necessarily agree with that don't necessarily portray mining in the way we should be portraying it. We shouldn't be portraying it as this perfect, polished, beautiful world with with flowers and rainbows everywhere. You go on these mining companies' websites, and the only pictures you can find are people like smiling in these fields of flowers, looking at some, I don't know, vial of clear water. It's like, okay, maybe that is a scenario at the mine for reclamation of whatever it may be. But that's a very small picture of what actually goes on at a mine site. You're doing everyone a disservice. And yet you're complaining about your ability to not being able to find people. And yet you're unwilling to show people what's going on. So this really fired me up. And in full disclosure, I don't necessarily have all of my thoughts refined and well thought out. That's why I thought I would just get on the podcast and through my, I'm, I'm going to be kind of talking through my thoughts on this subject. But it upset me because, one, he twisted what I I was talking about. And I was very clear on it. It had nothing to do with safety. He twisted it to serve his safety perspective, his safety argument. That's very played out. In my opinion, it's just pandering to these corporate people saying, oh, no, they don't understand safety, but I understand the importance of safety by criticizing someone else. It's a very weak argument to make. But that's what got me going. But but beyond just being criticized, it's like this is not the first time I've been criticized. That's really not why I'm worked up. I'm worked up because I just don't think that safety is approached in in the right manner a lot of times. And that's what's so upsetting to me is this really deep-rooted issue as far as safety is concerned in the industry. And I think everyone has the right approach for safety. Obviously, everyone wants to make sure everything is safe for their people and everyone goes home at the end of every day, but it's it's gone too far in, in one direction, in my opinion. And so I don't necessarily agree with how the industry views safety. So number one, as far as me photographing an operation goes, if an operation is safe, if they have the best, most responsible safety practices they know are possible, if they have access to, they should not be afraid of me showing up with a camera. That's one. And all of our partners, all of our partners are not afraid of me showing up with a camera. 
And it's amazing. It's relieving because I had to deal with so many people so fearful about me photographing their operations early on that now, now that we work with these great companies, if they're a great company, they do have a great safety program. If they have a great safety program, they're not worried about someone walking around with a camera because they're not going to get caught with their, their swim trunks down when the, when the tide goes out. They know they're safe. They're confident enough in their safety program that they have nothing to hide. So yeah, go out and photograph my operations. And I had a great conversation with one of our partners and the people at one, not the corporate folks, the people at the mine, at the Red Hills mine with North American Coal. I, I, I was talking about safety with them, talking about inspections and this and that. And they said, well, we, we, we welcome MSHA inspections. We welcome inspections from environmental agencies. We welcome inspections from the state mine inspectors. Because one, we don't have anything to hide. We're really doing our best and we're confident and proud in how much effort we put into being safe, being environmentally responsible, running the mine as we legally should be. And then two, if they do spot a problem, we are the ones that want to fix it more so than they do because we want to be as responsible as possible. So them potentially citing us for something isn't a bad thing because it's a learning opportunity. If they see a problem, we want to make sure it's solved as quickly as possible so that everyone is safe. It's a conversation. It's not us versus them. We're working together here to make our operation as responsible and as safe as possible. That's a real authentic conversation and and viewpoint that I really appreciate and like. But a lot of times it's unfortunate because it's an us versus them mentality. They're out to get you or whatever it may be. And it's adversarial, which does everyone a disservice. So that's one is the partners we work with are not nervous about us showing up with cameras. And a lot of them don't even ask to review everything afterwards because they know we have their best interests in mind. Are we going to go post something that's deliberately unsafe on the internet? No. And we're arguably the experts on a majority of the subjects that we shoot on now because we've seen more than, than they have themselves. We've sat through more orient safety orientations and examined more safety programs and talked to more safety people than even they have. So we have a really good understanding of what should be and shouldn't be shown. We can remove that, but it's not a bad thing that we're capturing it because we can at least then create a discussion around it. I have created many discussions with our partners around unsafe photos and videos. It's a legitimate audit of their operations. A camera doesn't lie. We're not making anything up. And because we aren't making anything up, they know whatever we capture is what's actually going on on their sites. And it's a perspective that they often don't even see themselves. And it gives them a really authentic look into what their operations look like, what their safety program actually looks like and is actually playing out day to day in, in, in their field. So we've had a lot of conversations or I've sent owners photos that I know are totally unsafe that I would never post on the internet, but I send them to them and be like, hey, I, we're not trying to get anyone in trouble here, but we know this is pretty screwed up and we're nervous about this. And I train our people to do the same thing. Like Chell, he sent me photos before. I haven't even been there. Hey, hey, this is not right. You need to bring this up to them. And I've brought it up to them and it's gotten fixed. 
And together, we've made our partners safer. But if I were to pander to this, this I want everything to be perfect corporate mentality, oh, we're 100% safe all the time, which is nonsense. I've never seen one company that's 100% safe all the time. I just, I just haven't seen it. It just doesn't play out like that in reality, but they want it like that. They want the polished version. They want everything to be so perfect. No, we're never flawed. We've never had one safety citation or ever had a problem or anything like that. They hide all the blemishes to make themselves look perfect, but it does everyone a disservice because it does away with that authentic conversation around actually keeping people safe. They're so concerned about their public image, their public perception that they put that in front of safety. It's counterintuitive. But they're essentially saying that the perception of what people think about our sites is more important than what's actually going on. It drives me nuts. And this is just an extension of you know co- these companies polishing everything just just for the sake of polishing. It, it goes into workforce development, for example. I've been on my rants about the pictures of people wearing bright white coveralls, brand new vests, shiny hard hats. It's just not reality. You're trying to polish something that shouldn't be polished. So that's what makes me angry about this. That's why I don't want to go pander to these safety first corporate people. Are their intentions in the right place? Absolutely. Are they great people? Absolutely. But I see how this is played out in reality. And I would rather have a genuine conversation with them about where they actually stand and what potentially, what the value we could potentially bring to the table is through our experience with other businesses and seeing other safety programs and just a a fresh perspective on things. What if they have a great safety program, but they only see their operation every single day of the week? You, You become maybe a little complacent or even just a little blind to things. And then a new person comes in and says, hey, this is kind of a problem. You've been walking past it every single day. You have the intention of keeping your people safe, but you just didn't recognize it because you're so used to that. You're used to seeing it every single day. You didn't even think about it. That's something else we could bring to the table. That's why I get fired up about this subject. We're trying to do away with that genuine discussion around safety. People don't want to admit their mistakes around safety. If I were a construction company, I would be posting near misses on my, on my website. We've tried to get some of our, our companies that we work with to do this. I think, it's, I think it will happen in the future. But like, why wouldn't I want to share near misses on my website? Because that set speaks very loudly about my safety program. Hey, we've made mistakes in the past. We're learning from them. This is what we've learned. So this will never, ever happen again. And then we want to teach everyone else. Because even if our, our biggest competitor... We want to make sure they're working as safely as possible too. It's not a competitive advantage when it comes to safety. It's just something that everyone should be be doing. Everyone should be helping each other out with. That's why I wish people were more open and honest. And it sucks that the only safety things that you hear about in this industry are fatalities because you can't legally hide those. It sucks that you only hear about the fatalities. You don't hear about the near misses. You don't hear about all the citations. Even though those things happen every single day of the week with every operation around, no operation is perfect. And that's okay. 
There's always room for improvement when it comes to safety. Why are we trying to act like everything is perfect all the time when it's not? Why are we only talking about fatalities? It's insane to me. Let's talk about safety in a more authentic manner. Let's have a conversation about it. Let's not criticize people. You know how many times I've been criticized online for something seemingly unsafe? When it's, I know for a fact it's perfectly safe, but based on one photograph on the internet, some professional is the first to criticize and make me feel like an asshole for it. When I know I'm right, but they still make me feel like an asshole. It's like, why are you reprimanding me for something that's not even wrong? That, is that how you approach safety? What if you approached it like it was a, a learning opportunity? You know, hey, maybe I saw this image. This, from my perspective, this is why it looks unsafe. This is what I would recommend. Maybe, maybe take the photo from a different angle or, or, or at least just explain that this was the case. Or maybe it's unsafe and, hey, man, you know, you're, you're in this trench and, and it's not exactly legal and this is why. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying this because I'm concerned about you. I want to make sure that you're okay and you go home to your family at the end of the day. And I want to teach others that I don't want other people to make this mistake too. But no. They just, as quickly as possible, reprimand, criticize, and make people just push people down because they have a little bit of power because they're the safety enforcer. You should be a teacher when you're a safety professional. You shouldn't be there to, to yell at people like is the norm. That's why I don't, like, I, I don't like a lot of the safety people at GCs, honestly, because all they do is just, they're just assholes. Every single, almost, I don't want to paint with too broad of a brush, but most, most of my experiences have been very negative with safety people on the GC side of the world because they just they see me with the camera. They judge, yep, that guy, he doesn't know anything, and now I need to go treat him like a six-year-old or I need to go yell at him for being in the wrong spot. Come on. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about this. Let's be vulnerable. Let's be authentic. Vulnerability, authenticity, those are really important things when it comes to safety. Let's admit that we are not always safe. If we were always safe, how is there any room for improvement? And yet everyone's saying there's always room for improvement and safety, but they're always safe as well. How do those things work? How, the, what? I don't run a construction company, so I can't really speak to this at, at too intimate of a level, but I now employ 25 people that go out on a job site and a lot of times I'm not there anymore. So I do have that responsibility. I do share that burden as well. I worry about this. It keeps me up at night. That's one of my biggest concerns as a business owner right now is endangering the people that work for us and that go into our partner sites. But instead of just looking to criticize, I try to approach it in a very genuine manner. We're all learning together. We're all caring for one another. And no one is responsible for our safety more than we are. I just listened to a podcast episode while I was running this, this weekend. And it was, it was Mike Rowe talking about how people have been fooled into thinking the company or someone else is more responsible for their safety than they are. Someone else is here to save the day and keep me safe. But that's a false sense of security. That's false. It's up to us as individuals to make sure that we're safe, we're working safe, those around us are working safe. It's our responsibility. 
So that's why I'm fired up about this. And, and you know, maybe corporate people are going to get pissed off at this. So be it. I know all of our partners will go to bat for me on the subject. All of our partners have nothing to hide. All of our partners are hungry to learn, hungry to share about safety with one another, admit their mistakes, publish their, their problems. Like we've been to mines where you'll go into the, the break room and they'll have all the citations, recent citations or near misses rotating through on the screen. And I just, I would sit there and just read them because it was fascinating how they were sharing the mistakes within the organization across the entire organization. That's how it should be. But publicly, we want to be perfect. We know we're not flawed at all. It's a bummer they, they feel like that because I think it does everyone a disservice, especially when it comes to safety. I wish there was more authentic, real conversation around safety. I wish it wasn't people criticizing me on the internet for having some disregard for safety practices because I photograph operations as is. Why is it my fault if someone's not wearing a hard hat? If I give you a picture with someone not wearing a hard hat, that, that's a much greater benefit to you than if I were to tell the guy, put the hard hat on, take the picture of him, give it to you, and then he takes the hard hat off when I leave five minutes later, well, then you don't even know there's a problem. Am I dumb enough to go put that photo on the internet? No. I have our partner's best interests in mind. I'm marketing them. I'm in charge largely of their public perception. I'm not going to go post that, but I sure as shit am I, am I going to go give it to them. And so they can, they can know that there might be a problem that we need to solve here. That's how I see it. It should be a real conversation. We shouldn't be polishing it. There's always room for improvement. Everyone makes mistakes. Maybe that's unpopular. To me, it seems pretty realistic and rational based on all the safety trainings I've gone through in all the other industries. I've gone through mining. I've gone through railroad. We've done steel and construction and tunnels and underground mine. I mean, we've, we've, we've been across the board. We've seen safety across the industry. And this is somewhat the conclusion I've come to. So that's my safety rant for today. Now that I've got that off my chest, I can finally focus on what I was supposed to be doing today. Maybe you thought this was interesting. Maybe you think I'm a total asshole and I'm totally wrong. Okay, let's talk about it. If you think I'm wrong, let's talk about it. Send me a message. Let's discuss it. Let's learn about one another's point of views. I haven't had to deal with someone dying in front of me in the workplace. Maybe that totally changes your perception on things. It probably does. Thank God I haven't had to deal with any of that. I know a lot of people, a lot of you have. I hear the stories. They're terrifying. And I get this is a super serious topic, but I also believe that we're headed in a negative direction when it comes to safety. I think we're getting way too, we're just, we're just going down that PC legal liability insurance policy. We're just going down this rabbit hole that I think is counterproductive for everybody involved. And it's not a huge problem now, but I think it's only going to become more and more of an issue since that's the way our world is going. We don't want to accept responsibility for, for ourselves. We're, our employers are responsible for our safety more so than we are. Uh, no one wants to talk about in an authentic manner. Everyone wants to act perfect and no one wants to admit mistakes. It just, it just kind of bums me out. And hopefully I can put my money where my mouth is 
and we can begin educating people now that we have people in the field across the United States every week now, hopefully we can start carrying some of that burden with our own safety program and the way we're teaching it and the way we're admitting our mistakes and maybe to inspire our partners or other companies out there. Because I don't want to be a guy that just gets on my soapbox and preaches and preaches and preaches without actually practicing it. I've spent a lot of time on our safety program. Today, I have a, a safety training with our, with our company talking about a few different topics now. I'm really serious about it, just like anyone else is. But I'm also not afraid to say, are we perfect? No, we're not perfect. We never will be. But we're going to do our absolute best to keep everyone as safe as possible. We're going to do our best. And with that, that is my episode. Thank you for listening. Please share. As always, I really appreciate you guys sharing. And on the next one, we will bring you a guest. I promise there won't be too many rants, but I'm going to try to do different things on the podcast this year. I want to keep growing this thing. And this is one of those things. If, if I'm passionate about something, if, if I have something on my mind, I'm going to get on the microphone and I'm going to talk about it. Hopefully it doesn't backfire too much. And if it does, oh well. We will see you on the next episode of Dirt Talk. Thanks.